Welcome to part two of Inspire Reads podcast. We had to split into two parts because we went longer than we initially intended. Uh, I don't know. How was it like shown in a movie? In the movie, yeah. they just got into a truck. It was the same thing, man. And then this swiftly already. It was even. It was even quicker. They already had a business. The guy was. The guy was already in the truck. And yeah. Then again, see again. All it was in the book was with just a bit of that, and again him trying to compare himself to. I was like, compare what the hell? <laughs> compare himself to his uh, pops. But yeah, um, but obviously the thing is you have to remember the timeline is like it's going like every five or ten years that is jumping ahead. So throughout the guy's life, so he goes to America and he's like, he's he's well, he's like eighteen or twenty two or something when he when he gets to America, and his dad's got some gas station job and he's studying in uni, he's doing a writing degree, mm. and he graduates basically, and then um, that. That's like the next stage it's within like the book. The third phase of yeah. Uh, what happens is, his uh, he basically he meets a girl. He meets a girl in America who's an Afghan girl who also left. Um, and she, the funny thing is, she's like she's a similar age to him, and um, they they connotate to the fact that um, some. I keep I keep saying that word, but they they imply that some people uh, a lot of Afghan girls get married at a young age. Is, 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 do you think that's right? Yeah. Yeah, and then right. basically like that, she's sort of like looked at in a weird way. Like why is um, she still um, not married? And the rumors are that she said she's already lost her virginity, so she's not like like she's not pure anymore. So a lot of people wouldn't be a lot of people seeking her as a, as a wife. Yeah, at the moment they found out. Yeah, they would just like leave and not want to marry her anymore. So Amir <coughs> meets her and he decides he he, he likes her and they, they eventually get married. And that uh, he he says that that thing bothers him, but um, the reason why he doesn't really mind is um, because he's got his big secret because he's like, got yeah he's been he's seen he's seen a lot <laughs> he's, he's living through, he's, he's living a, he's living a lot like he, he, he's he's been through a lot and he's holding that all inside like he has no one to actually talk to about that because like the guilt is mad and um, he's he's there with his dad in America he's living with his dad and he, he gets married to the, to the girl um, and throughout that period like he found out that his dad had cancer as well because he was a heavy smoker for his whole his whole life and his dad basically dies uh, like a week after the marriage yeah he starts he gets weaker and weaker and then eventually uh, dies and then then he goes into the last phase of the book that's that's pretty much the America phase which is just him getting married to to this girl yeah so what happens after is his father's business his business partner or his best friend from the age I remember his name now Rahim Khan Khan. that's it I got that one (laughs) yeah so that guy Rahim Khan calls Amir um, after he's heard that his dad has died he calls Amir and says yo come come through Jake like okay (laughs) (laughs) he's like I know I know you got some problems in your your heart (laughs) let's put your heart at ease Um, there's a chance to do good again yeah there's a chance to do good again so come come back to come back to Kabul Pakistan yeah he's come back to Kabul he's basically saying like, yeah, come, come back come back home yeah and uh, he goes to Pakistan basically and because um, he, he uh, why, why, why does he go to Pakistan because no, that's, that's where he was because yeah. he left uh, thing no but why don't you think that he, he's he'd be comfortable in like trying to um, like just like forget his past like uh, Amir 
So well, why would he come? You mean why, why would he actually come back? Yeah, why would he actually go back? Well, because uh, he kind of gave him like a little guilt thing, which was um, I'm dying as well, mm. and I want to see you. And obviously, he hadn't seen him in a while. Not he didn't really give yeah, yeah, right. Khan didn't really give the full reason why until yeah. he actually got that's curious dear mm. yeah so he was like I ain't seen you um, I, f- I feel like I'm about to die all of this stuff guilt tripped him into coming down and telling him you know you have a chance to do right again and so Amir in, inside he's like um, so, for, for what I did to like Hassan because he knows that Raheem Khan also knows that he saw what happened uh, when thingy got yeah uh, so I think that's the thing yeah Amir, Raheem Khan um, says to him he basically implies that he knows everything that happened as well mm. and um, a little bit of background on that as well this is like 10 years on it's like when, when, uh, when Amir's 32 and Amir's actually become a successful writer in America he's, he's published a few books and he's actually got a decent uh, income so he doesn't feel like there's anything that he like he, he that's tying him down to America yeah. anymore you know like he doesn't feel like he's, he has to build anything anymore yeah. um, so he, he goes back to Pakistan he meets up with Raheem Khan and Raheem Khan he uh, unveils everything yeah he unveils he unveils a major plot twist yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is which is a mad one like um, he basically tells Amir um, that Hassan Ali Hassan um, Hassan survived it. Yeah, Hassan survived. Let's whoa, whoa, whoa. Jump, <laughs> jump, jump <laughs> deep into it. Get your head. Oh, dive right in. <laughs> yeah, so um, Raheem Khan tells Amir that Hassan, like he, he Hassan remained behind and he went to find Hassan a bit later on when he grew up and then he finds out that Hassan. Well, do I dive straight to the end of what was on a gun? Yeah, there's no, there's no build up with this guy. Just go bang, bang, boom. That's it. I'm done. I'm out. But yeah, um, Raheem Khan basically says he met up with Hassan as an adult, and Hassan has a wife now. He has, he has a kid, right? And they help. Um, he he asks. Um, Hassan to come back and live with him in Kabul in uh, Amir's dad's house so Amir's dad left that house as a sort of um, a manor or a trust is what they a manor is like a sort of trusting in Arabic he, he leaves the house in the, in the hands of um, Raheem Khan to look after in the hope that the war will end and peace will return and people can start like living that, that life that lived, they lived before where everyone was happy so um Raheem says like he, he he's still being communicated with Hassan and Hassan's still asking about Amir and he's still like he, he even learned how to read and write and he wrote a letter for Amir and like he he still you can still see he's still got a lot of love for him yeah, he was also saying that he was getting older as well yeah. and he needed help around the house the yeah. house and who knew who knows better than obviously yeah, Hassan yeah and that's when he goes out to find him and he sees Hassan's wife who's expecting a baby and what not this is you're talking about um, Raheem right yeah Raheem goes out yeah and then basically invites Hassan to come back with him to, to basically look after the house and so they gather up whatever little belongings they own and head over there um, and then I think he has to leave Raheem Khan I think yeah, for some reason he had to leave because he was ill 
And, and yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, because he was ill, so he had to he had to go back to Pakistan. But before that, he had to leave. Um, like so, Hassan, he offers Hassan to stay in the guest room inside the house, and Hassan's like, no, nah, no, nah, I can't go there. I feel like it's a disrespect to admit to admit yeah, that in case he thinks I'm taking like, his place after like twenty years after all these years. Yeah, so he goes back to the hut that him and his dad used to live in. Um, so, out of respect and then oh, oh yeah it's kind of crazy what happens after that is his mum his mum his wife gives birth to first she gave birth to a daughter which uh, stillborn she, died which at birth. Still, yeah died yeah. at birth and then they buried her in like the garden of the compound and then she had uh, a son basically and then a few years in uh, they get a knock like on the gates and then this elderly woman comes in with like I think that was before before nah it's not because the son she comes after the son actually yeah I think it was during before. the pregnancy or something. yeah because she helps give yeah. anyways yeah. yeah so this lady comes with like some messed up eye and she's she's old and up. feeble and weak yeah. basically and basically uh, she falls into Rahim, Khan, Rahim Khan's uh, arms and he takes her back and then they nurse her back to like health and stuff like that mm-hmm. and she basically says that she is Hassan's mum which is very important because Hassan's mum like ran away At, when she gave birth when to him when she gave birth to him but like, she didn't like she didn't love his father and um, he was also born with a cleft lip so he, he had a sort of like hair lip yeah, so yeah, I think they call it cleft lip or something. Yeah, yeah. You know that they have like a, uh, like a line, like you can see, it's like that. Well, just Google it, you'll see what I mean. It's, it's a, they some people consider it a defect at birth. But it's it's the one where you got like a like your skin is deformed, right? Yeah, yeah, sort of like that. But yeah, yeah. So basically, she basically says when she was young, she just basically she saw that she she gave birth to someone with a cleft lip and she didn't love the husband, and so she she, she just like, saw that as a wow, duty. Like you can take you can take that yeah. basically to her son, and and she was like a very good looking woman. Yeah. Um, and then she ran off with a bunch of singers never like to well, they said never to come back but she came back towards the end and then um, she helps um, helps his Hassan wife give birth and then Hassan give birth has uh, the wife yeah. <laughs> yeah and then uh, what's it called she like Hassan like forgives her for what she she's done and then brings her back into the family and then she's watching her grandson grow and stuff like that Mm. Um, and then she falls ill and dies Again, long story wow. short. Wow. Yeah. Give me this one. Mean, uh, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> right, you want me to explain the good how days, she died? Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone pretty much like comes to an end, didn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. pretty much. Uh, so basically, she dies. They bury her inside. And then compound. the Taliban era begins, and um, that's and that's pretty much when he goes. Uh, Raheem Khan Raheem Khan leaves. So the only people living in that house are. Um, Hassan, his wife, and the son. Yeah, and um, they're looking after it for Raheem Khan until he basically comes back. Yes. And then that's when the Taliban. They're looking after the house. Yeah, the Taliban are looking for a place to do their operations and like mm. chill. You say that, but in general, they're just looking for trouble, <laughs> as the Taliban do. They're just yeah. looking for trouble and any excuse to kill people. And um, yeah, don't, don't hold me down. Well, to be honest, they <laughs> wasn't really looking to kill. 
they were looking for a place because they they and he said to them like no nah, I'm not gonna leave mm. and then they were like so mate just get out you know, like you're Azrat and and he was like this and now I'm holding it down for Raheem Khan yeah the actual masters of the house and then they're like this yeah how do we know that I'm like how can you prove that and he's like this and I swear I am and then afterwards they're like this get, like leave or we're gonna kill that's you that's it in the head. and then he this, he's like no I'm not gonna leave then they make him kneel in the middle of Ugh. the street so, so, you, so, so now you, so now you wanna give some detail yeah? nah well we have to elaborate for Hassan <laughs> I feel like it's worthy nah 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 he, he didn't get an honourable death man so, nah and then they make him kneel yeah, I, I and then they, 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 they shoot him in the back of the head yeah. and then kill his wife as well yeah. yeah so it was like collateral did you want that detail no, I don't think you did yeah. <laughs> you should have just said like he died of old no, age no, or something no, you got give go. Hassan <laughs> respect yeah, God some respect damn it name. if I just said and Hassan died it's like oh all right, all right, the hell that's a bit tragic how did he die you know it'd be after like even to the end he was holding it down for yeah, him. he's yeah. a very loyal, his loyalty uh, yeah everyone needs a Hassan I think um I just got to chuck that in there. So yeah, to go back he's, to he's your Hassan. <laughs> and to go like, back, he's not he's not in this room currently. <laughs> to find out, or, or are you a Hassan? <laughs> Never not. Anyways, um, and then basically, so to go back to Raheem Khan, so he's he tells Amir that that happened basically, and then he also says to Amir that. Do you want to continue this? I don't know for a bit. I'm not gonna like. Yeah. yeah you just continue. Yeah, I'll continue. And then um, you looked a bit upset. I was thinking. Like, no, I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, go, go, go. And then afterwards, what's it called? Uh, then he tells Amir. I mean, yeah, he tells Amir that Ali, which is Hassan's um, dad, isn't capable of like having babies. He's terrible. Yeah, and. And then so he's like, what? So but he had gave, hasn't. Yeah. And then he's like, this, he didn't. It was like your dad yeah. that gave that. So basically, yeah. um, you, you come to the conclusion that Raheem Khan um, confesses that um, Amir's dad, who was this guy who's all about his morals and he's a heroic guy who everyone loves, he, he had an affair. And the person he had an affair with was Ali's wife, um, who, who gave birth to Hassan. Mm-hmm. So the actual dad of Hassan is, is Amir's dad so yeah but he can never show that because oh no I'm proud so of that's that. the yeah so that's the biggest that's the, the big plot twist that happened so um, Amir realises like, like his his whole life has been that whole full of guilt lives. that he felt yeah. this whole time could have was like because it could have been like avoided if, if someone told him earlier if his dad gave so, Hassan yeah. the right the same right that he got because technically he is his son yeah 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 but it was because of this honour and stuff like that that the culture around that Hassan got robbed of that's when you have one of the good life that's when you have those flashback moments where you start thinking back about all the things that uh, Miz Dad was doing for Hassan and Mm. like treating him with such respect that like you wouldn't normally treat a servant with even if you even if you did grow up with him so he he, like Miz Dad he even paid for um, Hassan's um, plastic surgery to get his cleft lip fixed if you want to call it fixed (laughs) that's a harsh word but yeah he pays for that surgery he's always giving him birthday presents he's always doing this for him and he basically treats him like a son and then you 
you, st- you then you think back to when um, uh, Hassan and his dad were going to leave Amir and his dad from the get go, and how Hassan's uh, how uh, Amir's dad's begging them not to leave, and you also realize that yo, this guy, that was an actual son. That's why he was. That's why he was acting emotional. So all along, he had that in his head, and um, later on, it's. It, it sort of talks about how all those things that he was doing for um, like to help people out like he built he his dad like I mean his dad built an orphanage and he done all these other things to help people those, those things might have just been like to, to suppress his guilt yeah to, it's also kind of crazy how his father this whole time was living with that guilt yeah. And how Amir has also been living with that girl. Yeah. And so Amir comments on that. to do with Hassan. Yeah. The fact that Hassan is his child and the fact that he saw Hassan get violated. Found that really interesting. And then the final, obviously, part of the movie. My least favourite part is of the movie and the film, to be honest. And, and the, the book, book, should I say. Is it's sort of a happy ending. To when he tries to basically get back Hassan's child. So Raheem Khan. Say it's Hassan's child is still alive. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, I, I feel like the rest of that part, the rest of the, the book was kind of written sloppy, in my opinion. It was rushed. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like they forced, they forced it, but we'll get onto that in a bit. Um, but Whoa. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, book review coming in now. <laughs> but yeah, so um, Raheem Khan tells. Um, Amir, I keep forgetting this guy's name because I don't like the guy, man. That's why I, just, <laughs> I don't like this guy, man. <laughs> yeah, Amir, Raheem Khan tells Amir that uh, Hassan's son is still alive. So technically, that's his half. Bro- that's his half brother's nephew. son. That's his nephew. He's still alive. He's in Kabul. Um, go back to Kabul. Go get him back. <laughs> get him. Basically, get him. mission like him, yeah. uh, hi, Mr. Bond. Like, this is your mission today. Like <laughs> this. That's basically he assigned he assigned that mission to him. Like this will ease your heart. If you if you do this, you won't have that guilt anymore. Yeah, you're trying to do good again. Basically, yeah. So he actually goes along with it, um, even though that's like seconds after the, he, he's realized the bombshell that his dad had an affair, yeah. and his dad like, that, that was all a lie. Um, so yeah, he's got he's got a nephew, and he's gonna go look for him now. And I feel like this part was was written very sloppily, but uh, yeah, you can go ahead and talk about it. Oh wow, leaving me <laughs> to then, do that part. Yeah. Then, I'll, then I'll show you what I mean. But yeah, I'll, so I mean, he he meets this guy. Um, so Raheem Khan, let me go, let me go for it. Okay, go. For <laughs> Raheem Khan says yeah don't worry about it too much I'll set you up I'll, I'll get you a driver I'll get you a driver and um, he's a very reliable driver he'll take you to Kabul and he'll show you about and he'll, he'll try and help you find no he won't help you find but he'll, he'll show you the place to find the son um, the, the kid who's called so, how, how do you say it? Uh, was it Sorab or something? Uh, Sorab, I think that's Sorab. Yeah, so we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll go that's why you hear me. I'm useful yeah. as it. <laughs> so, yeah, he says um, he'll show you where Sorab is. And they go into Kabul and they, 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 they saw, then they realize like how deep the Taliban. Um, like control, should say control yeah, yeah how deep control was yeah and um they do some like interesting things like uh, Amir has to get a beard a fake beard um put it on his face because the Taliban's yeah the, the, the Taliban's will, uh, would 
um, likely question you or, or um, confront you if you were clean shaven. So if you look like a Western or whatever. Um, so that, that's like one of their their, their fake <laughs> Sharia rules, I guess. But yeah, so the Taliban are like patrolling the area, and he he, he sees like the difference in Kabul between how it was when he was there and how it was now. It's like before it was like all lush, there was trees, there was, there was fruits, the pomegranate trees, and all these other things. And the smell and of kebab, smell in, the kebab in the air, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the smell of money. <laughs> yeah, no money smell now. <laughs> yeah, just so they they see that they they try they try and like contrast it. And um, this is another thing that's different from the book and the film. The relationship between that driver and Amir is very deep. In the in, mm. they know each other for a very short time, but they feel like they know each other very well. Um, that's different from the movie I think but I don't think we're going to touch on that too much today because um, uh, time is running out I think <laughs> but yeah so long story short they, they, they look for orphanages where the where Sorab is, is going to be held yep. and um, they find that Sorab was at an orphanage they found that Sorab was at an orphanage but when they went to the orphanage to find um, Sorab they found that the director of the orphanage was regularly, like, he was sort of selling... Turning a blind eye to... Yeah, um, kids. Turning a blind eye? He yeah. was selling them. Yeah, he was basically selling kids. <laughs> he was turning a blind eye. He was, well, he, was saying, he, was, he was the one ushering, up the, <laughs> ushering them up. He was like, yo, that's a good one there. <laughs> yeah, but, yo, Wait, was it actually... Well, in the book, does it say that? So in the book, it says that... Um, if there'll be a general from the Taliban who would come very regularly every okay. month or so and he'll he'll take his pick from one of the kids to violate basically yeah and uh, I'm not gonna and say, if he didn't get one then he'll, he'll, take, take, he'll take 10 and so every time he took one he'll leave some money to help the orphanage continue running basically so if if he didn't leave that money the orphanage would just got run to disrepair and uh, basically he's, he's trying to keep the supply running yeah for, yeah, for it, his that's needs that's a very evil way of saying it but yeah oh wow <laughs> that's what it sounds like yeah from the description <laughs> I think it does <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's literally it and um yeah, if he doesn't get that money, then the orphanage will like run into disrepair, and they, they wouldn't be able to look after the kids anymore. Yeah, so the guys, pretty much. So stuck. that could be worse than than having to take one kid. So that guy is stuck in that moral dilemma where he has to let one kid go every month to this evil guy, or or the whole orphanage just like falls apart basically. So he feels like he's doing something good, and he's helping he's helping his people, but. Obviously, he has to make that decision, which is a very cruel decision to have to, to, have to make, you know. Um, so they, they, they realise, uh, conveniently enough, that uh, Sorab is one of those kids that the, the general of the, the Taliban has taken. Mm. And to find this general, um, they'd have to go to the Kabul stadium where he regularly goes to. Yep, we've got a stadium, guys. <laughs> I'm proud of it. Yeah, so they, they have That's a nice. football stadium. And um, at the football matches, what they do is um, the general will show up and at half time they. Half time The half time show consists yeah, of. Show, yeah. yeah, the half time show of the football match consists of. of uh, Stoning adulterers to death, basically, and that's when the general appears. So they say, if you want to see the general, you're gonna to have to go to the full match. Um, and somehow they make an arrangement to to meet up with the general after. And in the compound. Yeah, in the basically the house of the general. So he goes to the house of the general, and uh, Amir goes to the house of the general, and the driver leaves him outside. Yeah. He yeah, to wait like transport Jason Statham and that. Yeah, and then uh, he goes inside and he 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 tries to. Um, 
negotiate to get Sorab back. Um, but conveniently enough, <laughs> the general of this Taliban, uh, the general, the Taliban general is Asif. Yeah. The bully. The that, guy who raped. That, the bully that raped Hassan all those years back is is the general right here, which I felt was fully forced. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was just forced. Which like, how? That it was too much of a coincidence. Like, yo, uh, too like, much why? of a coincidence. Like, yo, so the one kid that he takes here yeah, is Hassan's kid, and, and, the, and the one guy that that's taking his kid is this guy here. If it, yeah, it, it, it's, it's realistic, it makes, isn't it? But no, it makes sense because like, he was the baddie in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an evil guy. No, no, no. Obviously, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, I, th- I think he forced it's it. It's coincidental, that's all we Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and he forced it. The thing is, the guy says, the Asif guy says that he never forgets a face. Yeah. So I think when he saw the kid, he instantly he re- he recognized, recognized that this is Hassan's kid. So yeah. that's why. Um, and what they did to the kid was they would make him wear bells and mascara and make him dance basically to like make him look, look like, like a girl and dance yeah yeah uh, and, and, and violate him as well yeah so Amir basically sees this happening in the compound where the Asif guy is at he says I want a kid and then he basically says you want, okay fine if you want this kid then let's let's like you've got some business to take yeah, care of you got some business to take care of and he tells his guards basically leave the room and don't come in for any reason right if he if he does like it's going yeah, to be any noises, to death yeah whoever comes out let them go that's it yeah so if he comes out then you let him go and if I come out then obviously that means he's dead yeah and then uh, what's it called so Asif is basically you find that strange huh? you find that strange what like that that proposal that he made nah the guy was a crazy he just want to kill his yeah he yeah, was so, a, yeah he was so a lunatic it made, it made sense I mean he's like a classic like villain in the films like in the James Bond films like insane yeah. kind of because he that's why I thought it was a bit unrealistic so he was like he went door to door just massacring the Azerites yeah so even though he didn't need to do that the way he, he just ro- liked doing that yeah so the way he rose up to ranks in the Taliban to become a general is uh, he just being a savage just killing yeah, everyone just killing everyone yeah um, and then anyway so, so it's basically like a quad basically you get more points to the more well, yeah. you oh, yeah. so right. this, is the, this is the problems of being an Afghan <laughs> he's desensitized to this stuff <laughs> <laughs> this stuff is normal he's talking about ranking up in prestige and level 2 prestige <laughs> you, you gotta reset the prestige in it so after you, you did that oh, you know, wow, wow, wow. Wow. anyways anyways right <laughs> Um, wow, let's <laughs> just end it here now. <laughs> yeah, but so, yeah, um, he, he he says if you wanna if you wanna do this, you you're gonna have to fight me to the death. Um, and Asif saying this because all those years back, the time when um, Hassan pulled the slingshot on Asif, Asif wanted to like challenge um, Amir because Amir's dad is very wealthy and Asif's dad is very wealthy mm. and he he sort of wanted like a power shift in, in that regard so he's like if I beat up this guy's son their respect levels are probably going to go down in it so um, obviously at that time Hassan stepped up for Amir but this time Hassan's not around so Asif's like yo now I'm a lunatic so we're going to fight <laughs> and so he brings out his famous knuckles dusters yeah he brings out his knuckles dusters he's been holding and the he same starts, size like he starts knocking them out like this, it's a one-sided fight. Yeah, he's being up. He's being up a bit. Yeah, right. and then he's, he's he's knocking him out. Oh, then, really, in the film, really he, it's like in the film, it's like a, it's, it's almost a fair fight. It's like oh, wow. he, he even he even leaves Walken like. Oh wow! Yeah, but in the book, yeah, in like the yeah, book, he's breaking he's, teeth. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's, he's like the, the doctors after they say that um, his his whole lip split in two. Yeah, like, in half. That's how yeah, much that's how much Amir got beaten up. Yeah, and then basically, who saves the day? 
it's uh, Hassan's son. He somehow has a sl- somehow has a slingshot as well. Come on, is it, this is somehow, not forced writing. Like, no, nah, but the thing is, in the letter it says he never leaves with his slingshot. Like, yeah, I know. Come on, man. Like, then again, on, why would they not say? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. <laughs> but he's dressing like, him like a girl and giving him belts. Yeah, okay, uh, okay. Like, yo, just, just leave him with his slingshot. We're we feeling a bit dangerous he's today. He's not going to do anything with <laughs> <of> that. Yeah, it's just a look. He's got to have some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be romanticising a little, you know what I mean? Um, that's why I feel like he he sort of forced the story was going very well written and I think he, he sort of forced it to to make it all like come together at the end in, in that regard but uh, I don't think it would have made a difference to be honest if it was any other character other than Asif to be honest no but I put what Nah, but it makes it like obviously it makes bad. it more dramatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It makes sense but to bring the whole story and it comes together. Him up, yeah, yeah, yeah. And end that but part of his yeah. tragic past. Because he's well, that's like, what I meant. It's a bit. He's forced. closing doors on so many things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's closing doors on the guilt that he had. He's closing doors on. I guess that's it. The metaphor thing. of that. That's he's pretty like, much. This yeah. conflicts are ending basically. He, yeah, he, that's what he's like he's taking care of his business. And then uh, so so Hassan's son basically saves him by getting a slingshot. Yeah. And actually fulfilling what his father. But, like, promised to do to him if he would hurt yeah. uh, Hassan, I mean Amir, and hit the slingshot in his eye. So yeah, and then basically took him out, right? And when that happened, he, yeah. he um, so the guards basically let them go through because. Which didn't make any sense to me in the book, but in the film they escaped out of a window, which made more sense. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. in the movie it made it more. In the sense. book, in the book, literally, it says no, the, the guards, out, the guards walked, in and they walked out of the yeah. same door. Yeah. The guards ran to Asif to help yeah. them out, yeah. and then they just walked. That doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. Which is just like okay, all right, you know what? Take it, just take yeah. it and run. Yeah. And then he Maybe. basically ends up in hospital. Uh, the driver guy comes, checks him out, blah blah blah, and then. Like there's not much that happens there. So the idea was that um, thingy would uh, Amir would take um, Sorab back to Pakistan to live with these yeah. uh, to live with these Americans in an orphanage basically, um, and it turns out that, that that was like a fabricated orphanage. All along he he basically wanted uh, Amir to take Sorab back to America. Ibrahim Khan wanted yeah. Amir to basically take him. Father him basically. Yeah. Which which is technically the right thing to do. Like I'm just gonna leave him in an orphanage easier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yo, you're a rich American, like you. Oh god. And a long story short, I feel like that that part was just like long up. Yeah, it just sort of so dragged. It was like dragged. the last sixty pages of the book. It's it like it's three hundred pages in the book, and the last sixty pages were just um, Hassan, Amir bringing Hassan's son back to America and. Mm. I, I didn't did, enjoy that at did, all. Did, I didn't really understand the last part. So did, it sounded did, like Sarab got injured or something. Did he try to commit suicide? Something like that, yeah. Because it said that they, were, they had to get this doctor, not doctor like security guard, that was on watch for any suicide. Yeah. So basically, the reason why I say that is there's this part where um, Hassan, not Hassan, Amir promises Hassan's son that he's going to take him straight to America. Straight and, to America. And he promises that he's not going to leave him in an orphanage again. Yeah. And then that doesn't really go to plan. So he tells him, um, You just have to stay in an orphanage take, yeah, for orphanage, a little bit. And then I'm going to come back for you. And then so he breaks down. He's like, "This are oh, like I've been betrayed." You know, he feels Hassan San feels betrayed by this. Yeah. And then afterwards, he gets a phone call from his wife that basically says there is a way that we can't do this. So with that good news, he Clutch. runs upstairs uh, to who uh, to tell ha- uh, Hassan San who's in the bathroom that 
you know, there is a way we can do this. And then he finds him in like the bathtub but in the, the chapter ends with him rushing him to hospital and then it just talks about how the doctors are trying to because you know that, a lot I, of scream, blood. I skim read through that yeah, sc- that's what I'm asking yeah. if that's what happened so because there was a razor blade there so I'm guessing he, he put and the wrists he had a lot of bandages yeah yeah he was bleeding yeah so I'm okay I, you know I'm just gonna say it I'm gonna yeah, make this shot suicide, he, yeah. commits, he tried yeah. to commit he tried to commit suicide plain yeah. and simple yeah but in, the movie, they, in the movie, they didn't. They didn't even read. They didn't even read the good. In the movie, they didn't show anything like that. They said the the son of Hassan. He was just saying that he felt dirty and he felt. Oh, yeah, like he had so, a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, next thing you know, he was in America. No, but that, that, that problem was because uh, the Asif guy used to do bad things yeah. to him and yeah. other soldiers. Obviously. Um, that's why. Obviously, in the movie, they didn't you know? elaborate on his suicidal thoughts. It is, that's, uh, yeah, that's actually a good point. It makes sense. Why <laughs> there was a lot of suicidal thoughts going Because he experienced a lot worse than Hassan did in, in terms of Hassan's ordeal when he was younger, when he, he got raped by Asif. Mm. Then again, he does say in the book, he got repeatedly. Oh, I'm tired, I'm tired of this all yeah so you know I mean he actually made a good yeah, good so he, point there. <laughs> he tried to commit suicide and um, Amir saved him basically and uh, he, he, he recovers and eventually they go to America um, where they live happily ever after yeah. essentially Ooh, flying kites and they, yeah, they, they, they get to they get to fly kites at the end so yeah there's a sort of happy ending and there's a sort of closure and uh, uh, always conflicts his inner demons um, yeah so that's that's sort of the end of the story yeah, so he, he closes his inner demon through like the sun yeah, yeah. and, and finally the, the other thing good. is the other thing is interestingly enough um, Amir's wife can't give uh, Amir's wife is, is sterile as well she, she can't give Coincidental, of course. Again, now obviously he's linking these. Saying, all, he's linking all of these things up. So like I, like it's I said, right. I feel like it was forced but to to fit the theme of the the whole story and all these metaphors that he's closing it, it, things. It, 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 I think I think it's better it happens that way because then you can actually say, oh, this links with this. Oh, yeah, there's no other way to do it to be honest. Otherwise, if it's just then it's just like, oh wow, okay, she's okay. That's like then it's just information we don't really care. Basically, about. Yeah. he wanted a closed chapter instead of having these conflicts. Oh, so many things. Yeah. But yeah, I think I got a bit bored towards the end. Of the book. But overall, like my thoughts on the book, yeah, I really yeah, enjoyed what's it. Your, okay, so since we've pretty much summarised the book, yeah, what's the like, end? <laughs> yeah, the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, so like, in term, to conclude, like, what what's like your overview on? Yeah, so I really enjoyed the book, and I think a sign of a good book is that you're you're able to talk about it, and you, you start thinking about the characters' mentalities. You know, like it's not just a guy that was in a place and he done an action. Yeah, no yeah. lie. Many times when I was reading this, like I felt the tears coming in it, like manly tears, and of course, yeah. not, <laughs> nothing, wrong, <laughs> not nothing, wrong nothing wrong with that, brother. Nothing wrong with that, brother. Manly tears, you know, the ones which one tear just yeah. comes out, and then, just and then, stab then, it, and then you suck it back in. <laughs> it just it just rolls. Back. Back up. Back up. <laughs> God yeah, damn. Nothing, nothing too much. Nah, nah, nah. And, uh, cause, cause I felt bad, and then I think I took breaks throughout throughout the books. Yo, I was reading it, like, you know, the rape scene. Yeah. I read that at work. I read that and I was like, yo. At work, I, I read that at work, like, and then the customers were coming in. The first rape like, scene. Because they, yeah, they just, they, like, the way it was written, it was described in, like, proper detail. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, yo, like, he goes de- in. like, detail. Fifty Shades of Great Detail. I'm not joking. Yeah, well, it's okay. Nah, yeah. yeah, so I was I was in the middle of work and I read that. There was a couple of times as well where I like I felt weird 
after reading it. I don't know. No other. I felt impure. <laughs> I don't think any other book is really. I had to go wash my hands as well. I was like, yo, this is a madness. Yeah, so I think this. Any Do books have the ratings in terms of. Like oh, and DB. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't know. I think we should mm. start our own one. Yeah. Because obviously you yeah, say. Whoa, 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 whoa! Not on the mic, bro. Like all, said, these, all these ideas. The was in detail in terms of how graphic that that rape scene was. Whereas in the movie, it was very skimmed over. No, in the movie, of course, I feel like it was still in the movie. It, it was enough to to, yeah, to make you feel like yeah. a bad way. Mm. To be honest, because I saw the movie first and I knew it was kind of coming up. I thought it wouldn't be in that much detail. Mm-hmm. I thought it would just be the way the movie was. I and then I was just first. like flicking the next page. I was like, oh, we still on about this. <laughs> we still the same scene. Oh, we, st- we still here. There's <laughs> a whole chapter. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, what? After it was done as well, he starts thinking about it, but like more detail. detail. So each, and like, he's, later he's having nightmares about it as well. And, and then that explains more. And I was just like, yo, like. Chill, chill. Like, you know what I mean? But then I guess he probably did it for the effect, yeah, yeah, which yeah. it had, which is like so emotional effect. Yeah. So, what do you think of the movie? Since you're not really the book guy, and now that we, you got our thoughts on the book, like, like, just give us your thoughts on it. I think the the or well, the movie it it was okay. It wasn't a perfect in in, in the sense of portraying. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever watched the perfect movie? No, no, I'm saying it's a perfect. In, yeah, in terms of uh, portraying the the, the, the character's emotions <laughs> and his like oh, that was a perfect movie. <laughs> you know, portraying the the character's emotion and how he felt towards Hassan and and all. Yeah, between, that's true. They between, didn't really that portray that well. It wasn't that you know well portrayed. It was very kid like you know. Like, mm. it's not you know, it was PG-13 yeah like, PG-13 yeah in the book like good like yeah, six chapters in the, in the book it was graphic yo. yeah you, I mean <laughs> well the relationship no like everything uh-huh. <laughs> everything well, there was that good uh, <laughs> like in the movie it showed a good stark difference between the, the, the rich people and, and the poor and the poor and then also before and after what happened mm. after the war and how mm. you know you see this, these it. soldiers coming in with tanks but just a day before that it was nice and sunny yeah. and all lovely lovely that's interesting because in the book there's also like a, a, a part where um, they go, when he goes back to Kabul he meets this university professor who's, who's, he, who actually knew his mother before birth and that's like the first time he actually um, gets information about his mother throughout his whole life like he, he starts talking to that professor and that professor is some prestige professor that used to talk, uh, teach at the university in Kabul, but he's uh, he's uh, like by the time he, he sees him, like he's at a point where he's like a beggar, basically. Yeah, that's actually a good point because like that kind of also fits into like a lot of like our parents and stuff like that because right, there's like there's a lot of people that in Somalia yeah were well, like doctors or like engineers or like had a good position yeah and then so. when they come here like. They have to start everything all over again, yeah. And they have the, like the qualifications that they had there. Like sometimes they can't transfer it onto uh, like, and then they become like taxi drivers or yeah. stuff like that. And that could also related in a way to how his dad, who had that high position, yeah, pretty much sacrificed everything that America that he had. There was that scene where he was driving a Mustang mm. in Afghanistan in in that era. Yeah, and driving a Mustang in that era is like 
like filthy it's, rich. It's a very, very big difference in terms of uh, wealth. Yeah. It's like comparing someone, uh, someone on the street to someone who's living in a mansion. Even the clothes in the There's another scene where you see after the war, there's a guy selling his leg. Yeah. His his uh, sorry his, his prostate, own leg. His prostate leg. Huh? Is it prostate or is it real? It, was a prostate it must be prostate because I was yeah, like, yo, no, yeah. selling, his <laughs> selling his prostate leg. I think it was in the book as well. I don't know about the book, but in the movie it showed the guy selling his prostate leg on the same street where just before that they were having a bustling market. What was he selling the, the leg? What, to make money? To feed his, his family. He's joking. Yeah. Oh, dear. What, so, was it in Afghanistan or in the, U- it was the US? Yeah, in Afghanistan. Oh. So it showed the difference when he came over yeah. to the same street where he was flying the kite mm. in that same street. There's per- a person selling his prostate leg to, to, to feed his family. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. But halfway f- and through the book as well, I was also kind of made appreciate my parents as well. Because they also, because of like the sacrifice that they yeah, made, yeah, yeah, yeah. made as well to like bring to put us. Put you in a position where you're comfortable. Yeah. And you're educated and everything. Yeah, that's. I agree with all that. And in the book, it's also it sort of alludes to that in terms of his dad says like yeah, like I'm I'm only here for you. If yeah, literally. Like even my even my parents to, to us like sometimes like yo we're only here for you. So you guys better fix something. You guys better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like don't waste my time. I want to be back home. You know. So it makes sense when they want us to be doctors and lawyers. Yeah, yeah. So because because to them it's just like what what is all of this other stuff yeah. that you want to be artsy fussy stuff. Yeah, yeah, all of this. They only see value in podcasts. In terms of, uh, what do you call it? The, the level of education we have and the level of wealth we have. They don't know any, anything else other than. Other than, uh, you know, it's for them as well. It's like the, the, the idea that you're helping people when you're in a pres- position of and prestige. Course, and yeah, yeah, of course, helping people. But in, generally, for them, it's, it's you know, well, in it's a prestige thing. It's a it's, it's for them as a family. It's, 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 it's an honourable thing. Yeah. To see your son as a doctor or an engineer, because you one you're helping people. Two, yeah, on top of that, like I feel smart, and it's know. and it's safe. I feel like it's like well known. Well, yeah, it's like you always well researched topic. Yeah, exactly. And. And like I personally think, if let's say I made, because it's a it's a big move to go from what you know to to something that you don't know. Because I mean, I can only imagine how tough it must have been getting used to the UK and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but if I was, do you remember when you came? To, do you remember like how you felt when you came to the country? Well, I don't remember that well, but I can. I remember bits and bobs. You remember before? Uh, before, when, I remember. And then anticipating coming. Yeah, I remember bits and bobs, uh, like flashes of images of the countryside and the farms and whatnot. So you didn't really have an idea of. Countryside and farms of what? <laughs> when we were coming from Afghanistan. And oh, so you, like, actually. We were born in Afghanistan. Oh, I think we established that already. because <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally. Well, basically, like you can see the difference. Well, for me personally, when when you're living there, there's a big difference between. Mm. It's like going from the Stone Age to the modern era. Oh. So, well, no, because I thought you like, didn't have like that level of recollection. I thought. It was oh yeah, you can remember flashes, you know, little bits, but just like when you're a kid, mm. you, you don't remember everything. You should remember little images of, you know. You learn that or don't like I'm joking. Yeah. Or like landscapes. And landscapes, stuff like that. yeah, literally. <laughs> a countryside. Oh, you were know, just seeing paintings. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so you went to the natural yeah. history, like, he went to some museum back in the day. What about you? Yeah, no, what about you? I, I definitely, I don't remember a thing, bro. I just, I, I just landed, I was here, but. You just remember <laughs> I being in yeah. primary school. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually remember being in primary school. I remember being in primary school, but moving like a freshie, like. 
I don't know. Behaving like a fresh guy. One time when I came, yeah. When I came. One time when I came. I remember this one big theory. Multiple visits. How many times? I remember this one big theory, yeah. When I first started primary school, there was this kid, yeah, who was bullying me. So one time, I banged him. I broke his glasses oh, wow. and then the teacher uh, called stood up, up yourself, my parents yeah. and me to the head office <laughs> mm. and in the head office they were like why did you beat this guy up you know why did you and I told him you don't come he, he, called, he, he called me Bin Laden and at that time <laughs> I, I, at, that, at that time I remember at that oh time God, how old it was 2001 because that's when the, the oh, Americans invaded uh, Afghanistan oh. trying to find but that's when it was a big so if you see any, yeah, yeah, if you see yeah, any yeah. Muslim, like 9-11 times. Yeah, 9-11. Yeah, that's, what, that's when it was hot. Every, every Muslim was, was getting flipping confronted. Uh, yeah, confronted. Even in the book, it mentions that. Yeah, yeah everybody was getting moved to. Like even if you're Turkish, you're, oh, you're blood, blood and son. I'm like, anytime I'm like, Muslim. So, so I smoked him. Yeah, yeah and then we're recording. And then basically, basically, I got smoked in it because you got smoked as well. When does the cycle end, bro? Okay. You get kicked out of school, you know, especially when you're in your country. Wait, they kicked you out? No, no, no. They they probably just thought it was a threat from there, right? It was a good time, man. Good time. It was a learning experience, you know. Again, you said When I came, I was always fighting. Trust me, man, you had to. Otherwise, you were just going to get picked up. When I came, no, when I came, no, I think. Like when I got to like primary, when I, I was in like primary school, through to like yeah five, I think I was always just fighting. Like it, it was always a fight. It, it was worse for Afghans though, because as soon as you tell me you're Afghan, innit, they knew oh you're 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 responsible for nine eleven. I'm like come through, man. I'll show you about nine eleven. Because obviously my name as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially yo, anyone Muhammad, Muhammad, anyone yeah. that's Afghan, anyone that's brown and Muslim. Yeah. they were getting shifted. I think that's when Shamaki came in handy. Yeah, that's when. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> the name just froze them off. Yeah, I feel they, like that's they, why they, every Shamaki. They're, they're using all that Shamaki. They're too busy trying to guess where you're from. They're using the single digit IQ level to to. Try and think about that name. <laughs> what was it originally from? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, mate, yeah. that's my scapegoat, isn't it? But yeah, overall, I, I really enjoyed the book, and I like the way it was written and the way that he made you think about the characters. And sorry about that noise. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, someone take this guy out. Yo, <sighs> I tried okay, to so ignore it for let's, six. Let's wrap it up. So, how do you think? But yeah, I, I like the way it was written. I liked everything about it, apart from towards the end where I felt it was a bit rushed and. He drew, he like, he drew out a lot of, like, the, the last few parts of the, them moving back to America. It, it was just so drawn out. I think mm. he could have summarized it better. Um, yeah, I, I, I think everyone should should read it, man. Everyone over a certain age, and if you're if you're more of a film person, watch the film, see if it interests you, and then come back to this, and then yeah, read the book. Yeah, I always, I definitely think the book is a uh, is a good shout. Um, because there's hardly any books that make you feel a certain type of way. Yeah. Um, obviously, like again, in Harry Potter, I wasn't like thinking about yo, what's the what's the most mentality. Harry Potter, you just wanted to be there. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I, I just wanted. To, <laughs> just, just like, I just wanted to be involved. I wanted to be the Hogwarts leader. Kings Cross. <laughs> yeah. Get me through that wall. I just wanted to be on that 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 sorting hat. 
god. <laughs> I never thought about like the character in most books. I don't really think deeply into yeah. the characters' mentalities, and yeah, that's yeah, what I really I enjoyed. And then, like you said, I think towards the end where it was getting the kid back, mm. I was literally like skimming through that. Yeah, yeah, same. I was just. I mean, I don't know why I was expect. I was just bored. Yeah. I think after the main bits of the the book finished and then after that he was kind of dragging it on to finish it off he's basically trying to write a story yeah. close no but then like I think maybe he could have made that a bit less because towards the end he did wrap it up mm-hmm. but like all the lines met up and whatnot. so overall yeah this is definitely a good read because I don't want to like dog the whole book because of that last part yeah, obviously. that's just unfair isn't it? yeah obviously uh, overall it was probably one of the best books I've read that's why it was, it was like for like 13 weeks it was New York no the number one bestseller what was it? yeah for like a while and, and this came out when 2003 yeah yeah so it came out about three years after 11 yeah yeah so yeah. I, think that, I think they're about whoa it's probably why good timing because yeah. you, know, you see the event and like, people are interested yeah, yeah, there's correlation yeah. you see there's a lot of correlations <laughs> yeah. between when the book came out not colorations and, and people are like who are these people Afghans? are interested in these kind of things you know who are these people How who are, are these like, Afghans yeah, yeah. yeah. To research, yeah. the book is trying to portray Afghanistan into this just a uh, beautiful place at the beginning and then start different I think it just does what I happened I think after it, the Taliban and the Soviets I think overall it does a good, a good representation to be honest and like he doesn't like try and um, like there's a lot of periods in the book where he's talking about the religion like Muslim religion and he's uh, he doesn't really talk about it in a bad way or in a good way he's he's remaining very neutral, neutral yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that's I think that's good because people can go and, and do their research and um, think about it a bit more. Yeah. yeah, I think even in the movies, or they don't touch so much on the religion side, or or even the in the movie, side. Yeah, no mention of religion. There's no to be like uh, what do you call it? A touch on it. It's just a, a hover over of what's happening in the yeah. kind of environment. Like just looking just, yeah. into what. And, and they even try and give you a little hit of what's going to happen mm. before it, it does happen. Because the emissions, these so, yeah. events that are occurring, would you, would you, leading up to the. Would you read it now? I wouldn't read it now. Thank you. Even one hundred. I would instead. I personally would would watch the movie. But if you're interested, you're just the visual. You just like. I like the visual. You yeah. know, I like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I, I mean, I've read books before, but you know. I wouldn't want to see a graphic as this. Yeah. I, I don't like that. Would you read it again? Huh? Would you read it again? Would I read it again? I think yeah. I would. I think I'd read it again and it's up by like 60 pages before the end. And then, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. At the end, I'll be like, okay, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to touch up on that part. And, and, and skip the rape scenes because that's just too graphic. Well, how are they going to do that? I know, as in when you're reading it, skim over it. Yeah, we tried to do that as well. You drop into it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't expect it because yeah, like, I just saw the movie and I still didn't know what when it was it was going to come in and it was just like oh there it is uh, yeah. uh, I think that pretty much wraps yep. up this episode um, thank you very much for coming back and listening if you haven't listened to the first episode go ahead and listen to it um, drop your thoughts on it we really appreciate the support and um, the way people have responded to it and um, we're going to try and continue it huh? so like one book every week um, we'll probably ask for suggestions for yeah. the next book tomorrow uh, when we release it so today is Sunday we're going to release it on Monday hopefully um, and then 
yeah, we'll, we'll read the next book and be back the week after, hopefully. Uh, thank you very much for listening. This has been Mohammed, joined by Shamaki and our special guest, Amayan. Amayan. Yeah, that's it. AFG. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. He's rapping. Look what I mean. I feel like you wouldn't be rapping anything else. <laughs> Do you mean? I feel like you get a choice. Team loyal, see? Team loyal, see? See, even in the book. Loyalty, right. day right, one. Right, it's me, but someone's right. milking it. <laughs> <laughs> Have a very good week. Try and learn something new. Um, challenge yourself and read the book. Enjoy yourselves. Good night.